We're two guys. Two guys. We're, we happen to be gay. What does it matter? Two guys in a movie. In a movie. Which is brilliant. Okay, so we're two guys, one movie, and we watch them. Girl, I'll pass me up. Start. We're starting. Is it is it recording? Yes. Hi everyone. Hi guys. How are Welcome you? Welcome to a new episode of Two Guys in a Movie. <laughs> I forgot, I the, name forgot the name almost. <laughs> oh, so what is going on, Adam? Nothing. Just been a normal well, week. What about what's going this, on? What's going on with you? What's going not on? Not much. You? <laughs> you know, taxes have been filed. That's true. Yeah, and, some people uh, actually wait until like April, like the the last week to do them. I don't and I don't understand that. why. I don't get that. Like it's so easy these days. You just do it online or just drop it off like you do somewhere. I drop it off and you know, I went to my account on the 23rd, which was the same day that the IRS was accepting the the the, the tax whatever the fucks. So I was maybe one of the few, the first people that got the paperwork. In. You need to keep your microphone at your mouth. Is it not in my mouth? Oh, no. Here. Is it recording though? Yes. Okay. But it's going to sound really bad until now. All right. So that was that. Yeah. Did you, were you happy with your tax? Um, yes, filing? more than I got last yeah. year. That's good. Yeah. I mean, if I did it right, I don't know. <laughs> but the IRS, I mean, listen, with what I make, the IRS doesn't really care. Okay. I'm or a millionaire, so we know that. What? You should run for president. Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the first gay president. Maybe. They should be a first gay president. Well, apparently I saw an article where there's like a some gay politician and they're actually, he's like really well liked and he's starting to rise up in the Democratic Party apparently. That's I mean, I don't good. Know. I just saw an article about it. It was like, could this be the first gay president? I'm like, no one's going to, honestly, I really don't think this country is going to vote for a gay president anytime soon. That's sad. That is really sad. So, what movie are we reviewing okay, and talk so about this week? It's going to be my favorite movie of all time that's One ever existed. One of yours, sure, fine. But it's my <laughs> favorite of all time. And it's called Still Magnolias. Still Magnolias. Uh, it, was written, it was written by Robert Harling, I think is his name, which we said last. He was the one who wrote... First Wives Club. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he also wrote and directed Terms of Endearment. Not Terms of Endearment. The sequel, The Evening Star. Which kind of sucked. But it's it was still, okay. It's a good I movie. Mean, again, it's, it's when we talked compared, about it last time, it yeah. sucked because you were comparing it to Terms of Endearment. Which as no song, movie ever should compare it As a song, it was okay. But um, this movie was it was written by him, but it was directed by Robert Ro- Herbert Ross. Who I forget what he did. Um, but the writer, he wrote it originally. So... His in real life, his sister is basically the same exact plot as Joe <gasps> Magnolia's. I didn't his know that. Had, his sister was diabetic and um, had a kidney transplant from mm-hmm. I think his I think from her mom. Yeah. Um, and ended up having her body rejected it, and she ended up going into a coma and then dying. <gasps> and How old was she? So, do we know? I don't remember, but she had a, it was the same thing. Like she had a kid. Like she 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 was diabetic. She had a kid. It put too much strain on her. So she had a kidney transplant. Her body rejected it, and she dies. So it's the same exact plot. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. And her name was Susan. And so instead of Shelby, which is it is in the movie. Yeah. Um. But he um, he originally wrote it for his. He wrote a short script, a short story about it for his nephew, mm-hmm. who, who was his sister's son, right? Uh, the baby. And um, his fr- his fans. I mean, his friends and family was like, you really should like do something longer with it, like used it to like come to terms with it and so he turned the short story into a play yes um and it was a very popular play i mean not popular i don't even think it was on broadway at the time but it was well known like a lot of people liked it and then he turned it into a script he wrote the script and the script obviously for the movie is much more um detailed um than the play because the play all takes place inside truvy's beauty parlor yes um, and it's all these different scenes with the, with the women. And of course, when you're turning into a movie, you have to go deeper, right? For so sure. You, you they actually created the men characters, and they actually had those men characters in the movie, and they actually had the plot based around holidays. So, like, the movie starts at Easter and it ends at another Easter, like two mm-hmm. or three years later. Um, there's Halloween, there's Christmas, all those big major holidays that so they kind Halloween? of based everything around. Um, when Anel is having her baby shower, they throw a Halloween baby shower, yes, which is yes, the yes, same yes, day yes. that. Shelby ends up having the, the the accident. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
obviously we already told you what the movie was about now because and you know how it ends. <laughs> yes. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> We're done. We're out of time. <laughs> Bye guys. Um, no, but it, it's my favorite movie. It's it's it came out I think in like eighty eight or eighty nine, um, and it stars Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, who won the Golden Globe and was nominated for an Oscar for it. I did not know that. Yep. Um, it was her first Oscar nomination. And then, like, the next year or the year after that is when she was nominated for Pretty Woman. Um, Again? Yes. Oh, wow. So she was nominated for Supporting Actress for Still Magnolias. And then the year or the next year after that, I think, is when she was nominated for Lead for Pretty Woman. Um, but so it was Sally Field, Julia Roberts, Shirley MacLaine, um, What's her name? Dolly Parton, of Dolly course. Parton. Um, what's Olympia the, Dukakis. Olympia Dukakis. And the last one. Shirley MacLaine. Did we say that? I said that. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. And Daryl Hannah is funny because she was like a huge star at the time. Like she was a sex star. Like not sex film star. <laughs> but like she like pe- she was like a sex goddess in a way. Like people like thought she was gorgeous and beautiful when she was. And the character she's cast to play is this like nerdy, like quiet. A little schizo. Yeah. Character. <laughs> um, who goes through a huge change. Like her character probably goes through the biggest arc throughout oh, the entire she does. film. Because she the does. movie starts with her. And actually ends with her if you think about it. With the baby. With the baby. Uh, but it starts with her. Because it takes place in the South in like a Louisiana. Uh, it's in Louisiana. It's in, it's in Louisiana. It's outside of uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, and it starts with um, Anel is the character's name played by Daryl Hannah. Anel is walking through the town, through the small town. And you see in the small southern town and w- watching it again um, made me kind of miss growing up in the South. Even though I didn't grow up in a, in that type of a small town. I literally grew up on a farm in in the middle of small, like in in between small towns, so you still had to drive like ten miles to get to a town, and those towns only had like a grocery store, and like a drugstore. And by drugstore, I mean like a drugstore, not like <laughs> Dwayne Reed and Rite Aid, but like a, like the size of your apartment store where you would go in, order your medication, and then go to the ice cream counter right ne- like right inside the same building, and get a milkshake like, for like a dollar. That shit was good. So. Oh my god. Um, I mean, but but watching her walk through the town really made me miss. The South. But so she's going through the town. You see this little southern cute little town, all these little people acting. And um, and then it ends up she's walking to Truvy's beauty parlor, which is uh, Truvy is the character played by Dolly Parton. And she's like the town's like main hair person. person. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, beautician. There you go. Beautician. What is um, it? Beautician. What is it called? You're a beautician. Uh, she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm a beautician. No, no, no. You're a glamour technician. A glamour technician. Yeah. Um, and so Anel walks up and then we he walks up to the house and you can hear uh, Truvy, the play by Dolly Parton, like yelling at her husband or whatever. And so when she knocks on the door, she comes and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Like, am I bothering you or interrupting? And she's like, no, I'm just yelling at my husband. I can do that anytime. <laughs> And so she invites Anel in, and um, basically what she's doing is her one of her workers had quit the day before. Yeah. And so Dolly Parton called the what was, local... it? was it Rosie? What was her name? Oh, I can't remember what her name was. They should make a spinoff on that character, and why did she quit? <laughs> make it like <laughs> she's a... She's not st- even in the movie. Make but it, make but it. <laughs> that's, why not? That is a... Oh, did you know that they're rebooting the Golden Girls on Netflix. Wait, what? And that Betty, what's her name? Betty, Betty White, White is reprising as Rose. I'm sorry. When did you hear this? I haven't. I heard saw it on it. Facebook in an ad, and it was legit. Are you sure? I shit you not. But I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think they're gonna like. They should not replace those characters with other actors. They can't. It'll probably just be Rose's character with like a, the main cast being younger women now, or like women in that age where they were when they actually did the show. And Betty White, it could be like a, their daughter or something like her daughter, right? Because she still plays Rose, but as like a 95 year old Rose. Yes, but as like a supporting character, not like as a main character. Probably. Yeah, and then I haven't even known about this. I'm just assuming. Yeah, like I just read about it like a couple of days ago. That's so weird. They're doing that. that but yeah, they should do a because well, you know people doing a lot of prequels these days. Well, they did like a year or so after the movie came out, try to do a TV show of Still Magnolias. I don't remember, I don't know who was in it. I don't remember any of that. Um, I think there was a famous person who was playing the mom, who played the Sally Field character, but I can't remember. But anyway, I don't think it ever got picked up. I think they did like a pilot, and then it just didn't get picked up. So it's not, I don't think it was even aired on TV or anything. Well, I mean, also, let's just do a disclaimer. We're not reviewing the remake of Oh, my God, no. Which was a disaster. one thing I will talk about it. One thing I will say, (laughs) I watched it, and I did cry, but not because the movie was good, but because of the story, because I'm a sucker. And um, the one thing I will say is that 
there were some choices for actors that were cast correctly, like Alfie Woodard playing Weezer. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and Felicia Rashad playing Claire Reed. Those are great choices. But then you have Queen Latifah cast as Malin. And I'm Why? sorry. I love Queen Latifah in the I right I love thing. her too. Like, I love The She's, Last Holiday. Have you seen The Last Holiday? I have not. Oh my God, girl. I watch The Last Holiday all the time. I have not. Wait, is that when she gets... Yes, yeah, so she gets sick. She well, gets, they diagnosed her as sick and died. It was a mistake. She, yeah, it was a mistake. Okay. She spends all this money and goes to I've prom. seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's so She's good. good. And she wasn't, you know, set it off. She played good. Oh, my God. She was really good. And she, uh, in living. In, li- not in living, living, living singles. Single. Amazing. Living single. And then even in Chicago. <laughs> like, she was great. But, but then she they is cast not her, for this role. What was her name? Malin. Malin. She's I mean, not. On, she's not really? Malin. Like when she was having the big breakdown scene. And the one thing I will say about the Lifetime movie is that at least they did it closer to the play, whereas it all took place in the beauty parlor, which I thought was different because they needed to do something different. They're remaking this movie for sure. Yeah, it's such a perfect movie. Like if you're going to remake it, do something different. Uh, so I will give him credit for that. But in the big breakdown scene, where she's like, "I just want to hit something," right? It's like, like acting wise, it was fine, but like. I saw, but when you're stepping into no, those shoes, you, you, fine like, is you not can't over, acceptable. You can't beat Sally Field like you she's can. that great. And all I saw is not to be mean, but I didn't see, to be honest, a grieving mother. I saw. <laughs> what did you see, Adam? Mean. What did you I see? I saw a football player wearing a bad wig. <laughs> like that's and like, and I know that's really mean, but that's what well, people look like. Just and it did didn't not. Work. It did not. It did to not me. work. It did not work for me. I did not like it. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're not because it doesn't deserve integrity. <laughs> um, so, uh, so she meets Anel meets uh, Dolly Parton. So anyway, Dolly Parton's previous worker had quit the day before, and so she called That's the town's um, uh, beauty school and was like, "I need a warm body. Send me someone." Right? Because the next day she was going to be super busy because it's Julia Roberts' wedding, and she's the one doing everything. Right? Was it the next day or that eve of that afternoon? I think it's that afternoon. The wedding is that afternoon. That afternoon, the right? Reception. But like the day that the woman quit, the next day she's uh, that day the woman the quit, day before. Yeah, the day before she quit. She quit. Yes, and, and the Dolly day Parton calls like you got to send me someone, someone for because the wedding's yeah. happening. So now it's that now it's yes. tomorrow. And Nell comes. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I sneeze. Oh, edit that out. You can so edit it out better. <laughs> As I you feel, fix your long locks, I feel, I feel another one coming. Your no wavy locks. It's, I feel like it's coming back. Ew! Okay. What? Okay. what? Another what? sneeze. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so Noah shows up and then she's going to do like a little audition, basically. So she does Dolly Parton's hair, um, and Dolly Parton. Do you, I don't know if you you may not remember this because it can't just be a thing from the South, but maybe it is because Southern women are the ones with the big hair back in yeah. the day. But you know, she's holding that thing in front of her face, yes. that plastic shield, yeah. while the woman's. Like a nail spraying the hairspray. I used to love that shit. My mom had one, and I used to go in and put it over my face and spray hairspray. I ha- I would have like a buzzed haircut when I was little, <laughs> but I would put it over my face and spray because I wanted to be like the women. Mm-hmm. I did. I was the gayest little That's- boy. But I was like, <laughs> I was the gayest little boy. I was like, it was so cute. Did you like, play Ariel? I did. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. In um, kindergarten, we would have nap time, and my best friend in kindergarten, she was my best friend growing up, like, um, all throughout elementary school, she was this girl named Cynthia, and this girl had big boobs, even in kindergarten. <laughs> like, I just, that bitch had big-ass boobs. Even in kindergarten? Even That's in crazy. kindergarten. That's she was always insane. a bigger girl, too, but well, those is, it, is, is that, what's her name? Who? The one that you... Shadava? No, no, no. Shawana. Oh, my God. I just remembered, by the way, Shawana was not the one who was pregnant. Shawana... There was a girl named Shawana in my school, but the girl who was pregnant in the seventh grade, because we talked about it when we did Clueless, the girl who was actually pregnant in the seventh grade, her name was Shadava. 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 Wait a second. She was what the one that was two, pregnant. What were the two girls? What, so, was, what was the other one that was your best so friend? So Shawana was like a really good girl. I mean, she, she was like a really nice girl. She, the pregnant girl was Shadava. The other girl that I was friends with was Marquita. Marquita. Yes. So she Marquita. was the one who did the, the clueless flip and <laughs> fell off the bench. <laughs> Um, Wait, the Marquita was the one that you were interacting with with the big boobs? No. Okay, so Ariel? this girl's name was Cynthia. <laughs> and like, she only lived like a mile or so from my house. And so we were always close because we always got picked up by the bus like right around the same time. Like I'd get picked up and then she would get picked up. So we would sit together. We were like my mom, when I was in like the fourth or fifth grade, my mom became our bus, our bus driver. Yeah. And so my mom would always sit, me, either me and Cynthia together or right across from each other because we were best friends so anyway in kindergarten oh, what's your name again i'm sorry cynthia cynthia so we met in kindergarten and we would have nap time for like an hour or so every afternoon and 
<laughs> we would have to have like one of those like mats to lay down on or like a towel or something like that. And Cynthia and I would always play the Little Mermaid because we love the Little Mermaid. Who would she play? So King, the, here's the, the thing: <laughs> we would we would play the Little Mermaid, and reenact it during nap time. Like we'd be up under one of the tables, or one of us would be, so the teacher wouldn't really see what was happening. <laughs> I love and that. I always wanted to be Ariel, obviously, and she would get pissed. And like I want to be Ariel sometimes. I'm the girl, and I'd be like, "Well, you can be Sebastian. You can be Flounder. <laughs> I'm like, happening. or you can be Ursula because you're bigger." Like, <laughs> you did not and see she that. She was like, "Girl." <laughs> Was she really bigger? But the thing is, yes, she was. Uh, With the big boobs, too. So <laughs> I was like, but I want to be Ariel. So what I would always do is I would always bring a red towel My to God. school for nap time. Didn't, so your mom, I like, didn't your mom ask you, Adam, what you do with that red towel every no, day she probably just thought I like red towel. Red, <laughs> red. But I was like, oh see, God. Cynthia, I have the red towel, so I get to be Ariel. And I would put it on my head and pretend <laughs> it was my hair. I was I was a drag queen in kindergarten, girl. But he, he was a little pre-K drag queen. Yes, drag I was. It was fabulous. <laughs> um, it was amazing. But yeah, I, I um, love that. Yeah, it was pretty great. But um, what was I talking about before then? Hmm. I don't know. What are you talking about that before then? Um, what, what are you doing? Works. I'm plugging in my headphones. Let's see if this works. Okay. Um. Okay, that's better. Will you talk now? Yeah. Okay, I hear it. Good. Okay, so um, that was kindergarten. What were we talking about before then? I don't know. What was it? Oh, because I was holding the the, the hairspray. <laughs> the hair with the face. yeah. So she she sat there doing that spraying the hairspray and Dolly Parton like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh no, I see a hole." And Dolly Parton's you know, a hole in the hair. I thought that's I. I assume that's a southern thing. I don't know if women say I that. didn't see no hole in the hair, but whatever, <laughs> we'll leave it to them. <laughs> um, and so um, Dolly Parton's like, oh, yeah, I noticed that. I was wondering if you were going to see it. And Anel's like, I have to say, you know, I'm real nervous. And when I'm nervous, my work is a little poofier than normal. And Dolly Parton's like, oh, honey, it's fine. At night, I usually wrap my whole head in toilet paper. Toilet paper. So it gets pretty squeezed down during that <laughs> process. <laughs> can and I so, just say something? that After I saw that movie, I loved Dolly Parton even more. I, I mean, how before. can you not? She, I want to put her in my pocket. How can She's you adorable. Not? She is. Like, I don't know how you should not so love her. She's so cute. She's so cute. Um, And so she, like, ties this little thing up around her head, a little, like, scarf or whatever. And she's like, I think your 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 technique is good and your your form and your content will improve over time. So the best I can say is, honey, you just landed you yourself, yourself a, a job. job. Ah! <laughs> That's when she was like, uh, I can't believe I'm a beautician. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You're a, be- a glamour technician. Glamour technician. Um, it's important to keep abreast. Yeah, so <laughs> the, they go the out. They go outside because she's like um, uh, Dolly Parton's son, whose name is Spud. Spud. No, no, that's Louis. Louis, the husband. Spud is Spud. a husband. Yeah. So Louis's going out and getting on his motorcycle. It's she's like, hot. wait, Louis. Like, will you take out the garbage? I can't. I gotta go. And then she's like, well, I want you to meet a nail. She's my new helper. He's like, why'd you hire her? <laughs> and then it drives off. And Dolly Parton <laughs> goes, that's our son. We are so <laughs> proud of him. And then she goes, Anel, why do you say we talk some trash? <laughs> so they take the trash out together. And they're talking. And, you know, she's asking her, like, oh, you know, like, where'd you come? You must be living close by, you know, or within walking distance because I didn't see a car. Well, I don't have a car. And she's like, I'm staying over at Ruth May Boleyn's boarding house across the river. <laughs> she goes, that's kind of far. You walk know that I feel, way? I feel like we should do these, but I feel like you should like reenact them from top to bottom. <laughs> I basically and I'll, and I'll just be the audience commenting on it. <laughs> because shit. I basically do. You fucking do. know the, these, these accents. Well, this is, well, it is my accent, basically. That is true. Um, You're from the South. But that's when she's like, they take, she's going through the box and she goes, do you mind if I've had a few issues, back, a few of these back issues of Southern hair? And that's when Dolly Parton goes, yeah, of course, take them. It's Always important to stay abreast of of the latest, the latest trends. trends. Yeah, um, and then about that time, Clarice shows up, played by Olympia Dukakis, who is I, fabulous. Listen, I've never seen Olympia Dukakis young. I love her. She's I've only seen her work. She, I've always seen her with gray hair and yeah. all. Because I mean, she's in, she's like eighty five now. I looked her up yesterday. She's like eighty five now. But I she was she's been in Lucas Talking in all of them. She was in those. She's in Lucas Talking. She plays um what's her name's mom. 
She's. I mean, she I does. love Olivia. Kirstie Alley's mom. Yeah, she plays Kirstie and uh, the little Mikey's uh, uh, grandmother. Well, yeah, okay. So this is obviously my favorite movie with her in it because it's my favorite movie of all time. But the second movie I always think of when I think of Olympia Dukakis is Moonstruck. Moonstruck. And she won the Oscar for Moonstruck. She did. Yeah. I did not know that. She's fabulous. And then I'm thinking this is because then I looked up because I'm obsessed with Olympia Dukakis, and then I'm like, wait a minute. This is that movie where Adam wants to do Moonstruck, yes. which everyone talks about. It's amazing, because but I've Cher's never, I've never so seen it. Fucking good, like, it's like I've never seen it. We'll have to do it. It's, and Cher's a really good actress. She I have is. to say, Cher is very good, and she kills the role. And I have to see in it. Moonstruck. I forget who was originally. They wanted to originally cast. I feel like they wanted to cast someone else. She was also in Mermaids, movie. which I love that movie. I've only that seen was a really parts good movie. We should add that. Very good I've movie. Only seen parts of very it. good movie. Um, Christina Ricci. <laughs> oh, she's in that. And when a writer. And oh, Dane DeVito yeah, is in it. I know that she was in it. Anyway, uh, we'll have to watch that one. For fuck yeah. Um, so, Clary comes up and she you know, gets introduced to a nail. Well, can I just tell you that um, Willis said that I'm Clary? And I'm like, I can kind of see, can see that. I can see it. I can see that. <laughs> the funny thing is, I can see that. And <laughs> me and my best friend from home, Kathleen, yeah. she's a Clary as well. And I'm totally a Weezer. Oh fuck yeah, you are! And I'm gonna be even you and Willis more... are Weezers. I I'm mean, even... <laughs> exactly. That's why you two get along, and that's why, yes, I, that's why yes. we get along. Yes, um, but like, I'm gonna be even more of a Weezer when I get old. Like, she's the biggest cunt, and I'm gonna, but like, with the heart but of gold. She, yeah, she's not like like you. You laugh, she, but that's what she, she, she says. She, she believes in a bad it. Mood. For forty years, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not crazy, Milan. I just been in a very bad mood for, for the 40 last years. forty years. Um, so Can Clary- I just say, wait, when, wait, 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 when, when there's a part when they're like the wedding happens and then they like they, they leave and uh, what's her name, Louise, Louise, we was like, Chloe, you have walk to walk me, me walk me home. You just live I right see over us there. I'm like, yeah. I have to. You have to walk me home. You have you seen the news lately? And I'm like, I see that being me and Adam mm-hmm. when we're old. Yeah, walk me home. You just live right over and there. Like, you, you live right there. You know I don't like walking <laughs> to that house in the dark. But my car to walk with <laughs> me. Walk me home. You know walk. what? You act like a child. The older you get, the sillier you get. The older you get, the <laughs> uglier you get. <laughs> um, <laughs> you seen the news? <laughs> Ugh, so funny. Um, so Clary comes up. We get introduced to her. She is the wife of the former mayor. He just passed away like a year ago. Yeah. Um, and, but this whole town loves her. She's like their royalty in a way. And she's very rich and wealthy. And... Um, so she gets introduced to a nail, whatever. Are they all wealthy except the other part makes really. a good? Really, part she, makes a good living, but a good like living enough to like sustain what they're doing. Like she's the one who pretty much supports them because he never gets jobs. Really, he's like a contractor or something. Yeah, it's hard for him to get work. So she's basically supporting them. Basically, yeah. And and be, what is it? Um, glamorous technicians make good money because I mean she has like. And then he, anyways, but the reason I feel like what's her name has money. Um, Clarine. The bride, oh Shelby, Shelby's family has yeah. money. It's because when when Shelby's like, oh, you can come to the wedding. I'll just call the house. Yeah, who's who's wh- she's like, who? She's like, well, I don't have anything to wear. I'm sure I, I have. I mean, if something. you have to call the house to pick up a dress for a stranger, you got money. That's well, all I'm saying. Also, white privilege. Also, uh, <laughs> and there's there's nothing but white. There was there was two black people I saw that entire movie. Yes, that's what I was wedding, thinking. I was like, there's the two black people at the wedding reception, and they had no lines. It was in one shot, Just and I'm back, like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, but it's a very white movie, which is funny. Um, but anyway, so you know, Clary gets introduced to the, to Anel, and then you know. She's like, nice gal, where'd you find her? And that's when, you know, Dolly Parton's like, oh, I called the beauty school, blah, blah. And then she's like, um, but there's a story there. And because she's like, she she won't say whether she's married or not. She's living over at Ruth Maybelline's. I don't see a wedding ring. And then Clarine Clary goes, um, I'd keep an eye on that. You got some nice silverware you'd like to keep. <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, I just think there's a story there. And, um, Clary goes, oh, please, she's barely 18. And Dolly goes, oh, Clary, it's the 80s. If you've achieved puberty, you've achieved a past. I um, feel like Trudy has the best Truvy. lines. Truvy has yes. the best fucking lines. And she thing. delivers them Oh, amazingly. my God. And she's funny because the director used to get so pissed at Dolly Parton. Really? She's like, I'm not an actress. Like, like, cause he'd be like, you're, you can't act. Like, you don't know what you're doing. And she's like, I'm not an actress. My job is not to be good. Your job is to make me look like I'm good. <laughs> I did not know that either. Yeah. That's and so the thing funny. is, she is a good actress. She's, she's really good. She's fucking tremendously good. And actress. there was also, um, apparently the director did not like Julia Roberts at all. 
and would talk down to her. And this is like not her first movie. Are like, you serious? Yeah. What was it? Um, it's we, another movie we should do. Mystic Pizza. I think was her first big movie. Um, and so like she wasn't famous yet, and he didn't like her, and she had that little mole underneath her eye, and he used to make like make fun of her and like pick her up like you need to get rid of that or no one will ever treat you seriously. And apparently, all the other women who were famous, they were huge stars, right? I mean, Everyone shit. knew who Daryl Hannah, like Sally Parton. Everyone knew who they were, and they would take up for Julia Roberts and be like, "You're being a fucking dick. Don't <gasps> treat her like good that. for them." Yeah, but the funny thing is, watching the movie, you can't tell any of that. It looks like it was so much fun that nothing nothing bad ever happened. Oh, you know? wait, wait a second. I mean, I, I'm going to make like a second to make this relevant right now. But that movie, uh, what's it called? That we're going to cover. Still Magnolias. No, the other one. With uh, Shirley MacLaine. With Shirley MacLaine? In, uh, Indecent and... Oh, ter- uh, Terms, Terms of, of Endearment. Yes. Okay, so why do I love this movie? Because I've never seen two actors, actresses or actors, with with the best... They just are perfect in that movie, in those mm-hmm. roles. They hated each other. Did they really? Hated each other. They did? Hated. But then I also read that in um, Officer and Gentleman, yeah. what's his, uh, Richard Gere couldn't stand her. What's huh. her name? Deborah Winger. She's like, I heard she was really difficult to work with. Interesting. She's brilliant, but no one wants to work with her. Interesting. Anyways, that was it. That was my tidbit. But that, that movie... probably just added to the terms of, to the to their chemistry, because the, they're mother and daughter, the, and the, it's a difficult relationship that they have in the movie too, right? It's a, have you seen it? I've seen it a long time ago. It's a, but it's, it, it, when you watch the movie, you fall in love with their, with their relationship, because you're like, I wish my mom was like that. But it wasn't like a fake acted. It was just so kind of like fluid. Mm-hmm. And then when I read that they fucking consent each other, I was like, that the bitches can fucking act because shit. Anyways, proceed. Um, so then, uh, so the, when we first meet Julia Roberts and Malin, uh, Sally Field, so it's it's her wedding. It's the day of Julia Roberts' wedding, mm-hmm. and so like it's like a crazy nonsense shit happening in, or, at their house because that's where the reception is going to be, right? And then so. <laughs> Julia Roberts comes out. I think it's the best way to be introduced to her. She just comes out in a panic. Mama, mama, this nail polish is drying too dark. <laughs> and she's like, I'll have your brother go by the drugstore and pick up some. She's like, I would love to see what color they come back with. <laughs> um, and they have this kind of like, they love each other. Julia Roberts and, I mean, uh, what's her name? Shelby. Shelby. Which my dog is named after. Yes, it is. So Shelby's when I first beautiful. got Shelby, I was like, what do I name her? Like Bella, something like that. And I was like, <laughs> Something now I'm gonna gay. name the bitch Shelby because you know what I want to do. I want to breed her, so I'm gonna get a Rottweiler named Jackson, and then I'm gonna breed Jackson and Shelby, and then they're gonna have babies, and I'm gonna name them all the other names: so Truvia, Malin, and Weezer. And Wait, Spud. Can, did you? Are you gonna breed her or no? I can mean, she be bred? Not. Did you I mean, fix her up or no? No, she's not fixed yet. But oh. it hasn't happened yet, so it probably won't happen. Oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yes, my dog is named after Shelby, um, Drew Roberts' character. So anyway, um. And then all these champagne glasses are there and they're broken. So, uh, what is it? Sally Field gets on the phone and she goes, Myrtle, the champagne glasses, they're, they're broken. Help. <laughs> I don't know why I love all these lines. They're so, they're not because funny, they're but awesome. They are. They're such a good little quirky line. And then you hear, what is it? Um, because there's all these birds in their trees in the backyard. You have to get rid of and them. So they have the to co- get on the people, exactly. on the customers, <laughs> on the fucking, on the guests. So, like, the dad, uh, what's his name? But uh, uh, Drum, Drum Eatonton. His name is Drum. Yes, he's looks, played he looks by Tom Skerritt. In that fucking movie. Um, he's out there that. shooting his gun, trying to scare away the birds, but it's causing all this noise. And you hear this dog barking in the background, which I'll get to. Um, but Melina is go- is being driven nuts, and she's like, "Would you knock it off? I can't hear myself think." Um, and I mean, it's listen, it's wedding, it's wedding preparations. And the young brothers are coming in crazy. Ice down her Everyone's back. going it's crazy. Insane. Yeah, insane. And so she's like, "Shelby, we gotta go. We gotta go get our hair done. We gotta be at Truvy's. You're gonna be late for your own wedding." And so they like run away. Or they're trying to like go out the front door, and you see Weezer coming with Weezer. her big Saint Bernard dog. Um, Which should be a Saint Bernard dog. Yeah, it's like what kind of dog is that? Is if that? it had hair, it'd be a Saint Bernard. <laughs> um, oh, but Clarice. they see it like, oh my god, it's Miss Weezer, and uh, Melinda's like, let's go out the back. So they sneak <laughs> out the back because they don't want to deal with her. They all love her, but like she's the town bitch. Like she's insanely wealthy. She's so much more like what she says. She goes, I have the only 
only reason why people are nice to me is because I have more money than God. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, even but you don't see that. You don't. See she's that just like. Even though she's regular so dressed. wealthy, she's yeah. not even regular dressed. She looks like Trashy. shit. She's she, trashy. She's running with this dog who's losing <laughs> his hair, okay, and barking. And she's wearing like overalls, a dirty t-shirt with a fur coat. She lives coat. next door with a fur coat. <laughs> like that's going to be me. I'm going to walk around wearing overalls with a dirty shirt, a with big the little hat. like flare little socks. Yes, and a fur coat and a fur coat. That's going to in be Louisiana me. yelling and screaming. <laughs> I can't hear myself doing it. It's like, it's like you, you could almost say she can afford to act like that because she has all the money. Exactly. But that is her, her way she is. That's who she is. Mm-hmm. And so she's running and she's angry. And like, so finally the, the dad has to answer the door and they do not like each other. Like they, they well, they have a love hate relationship. Like, yeah, a love hate relationship. They're, they're nice to each other when it counts, but they just love pissing each other off. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Drum opens the door and she's like, I have a bone to pick with you. She goes, Look at this dog. He's hair's falling out. <laughs> I have to take him to the vet. Yeah, like, all this hair falling out. All this noise you've been making the past few days is driving him crazy. Um, and so, and, and, and Drum's sitting there going, hur, hur, try, trying to egg Antagonizing the, the fucking yeah. dog. And so he's like, I gotta go, and slams the door, and she just comes right in. And I love the two kids, they're like, the two boys are like, hi, Mrs., um, what's her name? Louise, uh, Louisa Boudreaux. Hi, Mrs. Boudreaux. She's like, ugh, leave me leave alone. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> and they again, just laugh. Me. <laughs> and they just laugh, because it's that's funny. Her. That's her. That is her. Uh, and so anyway, she goes outside, and she's yelling at him, or whatever, and he's trying to load his gun, because he can't find it, so he's like, counting all the bullets. So she takes the bullet and throws it into to the, <laughs> the pool. pool and he goes don't make me kill you <laughs> and um she's like did you get those magnolias out of my tree and he goes the judge has not decided whose tree it is she goes they're my tree um she goes i will speak to Melin about this and then she storms off and then that's when she shows uh she shows up at the beauty parlor um and so <laughs> with her fucking piece <laughs> well, well, she pulls before that piece. happens before she gets there though um, is when Julia Roberts is getting her hair done, right? So they're going off, and she's talking about, like, you know, Trivia goes, what are your colors for your wedding? Uh, my colors are blush and, and bashful. bashful. Her colors are pink and pink. <laughs> my colors are blush and bashful, bashful. mama. To and my service. <laughs> my reception. My reception. And uh, she's like, the, the mama and I agree on one thing. The groom's cake. cake. It's a giant armadillo. And they're like, oh, what? (laughs) When they cut to Dolly Parton's reaction, I feel like it was edited in. It doesn't feel feel connected. (laughs) An armadillo. Like it just doesn't feel like it goes with this. I don't know. Did but you it, get that though? But it, it, it's definitely different. Okay. But it makes no sense on why they chose an armadillo. An armadillo. That's the groom's cape. But it's red velvet. But he, so no, because he wanted it. it. Right. Well, so well, he his aunt it. makes all these cases. These aunt. weird cases. Wait, is it his aunt or her aunt? It's his aunt. His because aunt makes. Okay. At the reception, um, Clary brings her over to Weeza and is like, "I want to introduce you to somebody. This is, you know, um, Jackson's aunt Fern. <laughs> okay, okay. She made the groom's cake." Okay. And Weeza go, "You're responsible for this." And she <laughs> has the looks that she <laughs> she goes guilty, <laughs> and she goes, "Do you only do armadillos?" <laughs> And she goes, no, I can do anything except snakes. I don't have the counter space. <laughs> and she's just like, mm. the face is just like, Weezer mm. just wants to kill her. <laughs> but I love it because at the reception, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Drum comes over and wants a piece of cake, and Weezer's the one chopping the cake. So she just chops off the butt and the slaps ass. it on his plate. And he goes, thanks, Weezer. Nothing like a good piece of ass. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm not talking but, to you. But uh, back, going back at the beauty parlor, you know, they're fixing the hair, talking about the wedding, and um, you know, Joy, Drew Roberts casually mentions, "Oh, you know, like he, we were mad, and we had an argument. Oh, because he was like, um, we went down to um something something and went, uh, we went down to something's park and went necking or something like that. Well, skinny and, dipping. Well, not yet. Oh, she said okay. that, and then <laughs> Malin goes, "Oh, Shelby, really?" Die Parton goes, "Oh, Malin, lighten up. This is the part that really melts my butter." <laughs> uh, and she's like, "We went skinny dipping, and we did things that frighten fish." Uh, <laughs> I think that's when she goes, "Oh, Shelby, really?" I love that. Um, and oh she goes, but then God. we got in an argument because I told him I wouldn't marry him. They're like, "What?" And Malin didn't even know about this. She goes, "Oh, it's all fine now. We worked it out." But if you notice, watching it back, that's when she starts. Like she does this. Like I don't think this actually really happens with people who are diabetic. Maybe it does. People who are like you know on the worst end of it because yeah. they do keep saying that she's not just diabetic. She's very special. There's certain things she can do and can't do. Right? She's limited. 
Yeah, that's what she says. You're yeah. limited. Um, but anyway, she start like for like a while. She's still talking. You think everything's fine. So the first time you're watching it, you don't notice. But if you when you start rewatching it, you notice like Dewey Roberts is very smart on what she's doing. Like she's bringing it on. Like she's doing. She's this. building on it. Yeah, she's, she's like, building on it. Like, she's touching like, her neck. She's and feeling everything. something. Yeah. Like, okay. Something's uh, coming. She's like everything's fine now. Blah blah blah. And we worked it out. And then all of a sudden, it just starts getting worse and worse, and they're all talking, and and it goes into like this like weird tunnel sound where it's all you're like focused on Shelby, and then they're like, uh, you hear Dolly Parton go, "This honey, this youngin has the best head of hair I've ever heard, I've ever worked with." She goes, well, "Just because I'm talking about you, don't mean you can slouch now, Shelby. Hold your head up, come on." She's like, "Stop it, stop it," and they're like, "Milan," and that's when she goes <laughs> into a little thing. <laughs> And then, you know, Melinda acts like it's mm. nothing because she's been dealing with this her whole life. She yeah. goes, and Clary, all of them, they know what's going on except the nail, right? So Clary goes, I'll get this some juice. Nail. Yeah. Clary's like, I'll get some juice. And uh, she goes, Truvy, I got some candy in my purse. I got some right here. And so they put the candy in her <laughs> mouth. And she was like, no, no. And she's like. But what? I wait, I don't even understand. What ha- and I didn't Google. It. I don't know why. What happened? Like, was she like, she was. Uh, putting out too much insulin. Well, yeah, she was. She had too much insulin, is what they were saying. So they needed to give her more sugar. Because her kidney, yes, to, to level balance it out. It out yeah. To level it out. But okay. I don't think that a lot of people have that type of reaction to it. I think it's more of just you get kind of like quiet, Drowsy. and you just like you you can't like you don't go ah and crazy like that. You just kind of get kind of quiet. So quite the opposite yeah. of what she did. I think from what I've heard. Okay. But again, she's different quote unquote um so anyway so they have this big moment where she basically ruins her hair because she's like um she's like if, if you don't stop i'm going to leave i want my purse and and melinda's being really rude to her like she's like i want you but, to try yeah, she's like, i would love to see you try <laughs> what a cooperate bitch. please but God. if you think about it she's been doing this and going through this for at least 18 19 years however old Shelby how old is, is do shelby's 19 or 18 i think she's around 18 19 years okay. old probably because i think her and anel's character are supposed to be around the same age okay and they and clary mentioned she can barely be 18 in the beginning so right. anyway uh i think that's around the age and so, or maybe it's a little bit older. I don't know, because Jackson definitely is already a lawyer. So he has oh, to be at yeah. least 22, 23, 24, right? Yeah. Anyway, but he could be older than her, whatever. But anyway, so she like ruins her hair or whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, because that's when Malin goes, Shelby's been going through a lot. Like, it's no wonder with all this running around, wed nonsense. She goes, but she's been going through a lot. She goes, on her last doctor's visit, the doctor said children aren't possible. Yeah. And, um... They're like, oh, we're so sorry. And that's when she's like, don't talk about me like I'm not here. And they're like, oh, she's doing better now. And then that's when she's like, um, Jackson said, Shelby, don't be stupid. There's plenty of good kids out there in need home. We'll adopt 10 of them. We'll buy them if we have to. And, uh, and Clary goes, yeah, Clary goes, I'm like, oh, my God. Jackson sounds like a good baby to me. <laughs> Like what people to me. And that's just like Trivia, I'm sorry about my hair. She's like, we'll fix it, blah blah. And that's when Weezer comes over at that point. And because they're all outside. And it's Easter time because Dolly Parton's been dying all these eggs, right? Yes. For the for the For the, the church. Yes. For the Easter egg hunk. 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 Easter what? egg hunk. Yeah. Easter so she got married on Saturday. And probably. the Easter is Sunday. It's probably Sunday. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um Who knows? <clears throat> um but anyway, so um, Weezer comes over and that's when she takes out her Every single time I see that, I just start laughing because it's like, here's my piece of hair. Please put it on my but head. She takes it out, out of nowhere. No one talks about it. It's not even mentioned. Like it, it's just it, there. It probably wasn't even in the script. She just takes it out and just holds it. And she goes, she looks at a nail. Who are you? Who are you? She goes, I know everyone in this town and I don't ever recall seeing you before. <laughs> and she goes, well, I'm new. Where'd you come from? Um, and she says something. She goes, she goes, I just moved here with your husband. She's like, uh, with your family. Well, I don't know if I'm married or not. She was, I'm intrigued. These are not difficult questions. <laughs> and, um, that's when she's like, I don't know. My husband, Bunky, he just left. He took all, he took the car and all my, he took the car and had all my clothes in it. He's in some trouble with the law. Drug jewelry. She goes, drugs or something. And, and Weezer goes, mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. That's when um, Shelby was like, you should come to our, you should come to my wedding. I'm inviting you. I don't have anything to wear. I'm sure I have something that'll do. Let I want to call the house. house. And she disappears. Um, that bitch is loaded. They're loaded. Right? And so anyway, then it cuts to the wedding and... Um, Everyone's dancing. Everyone's And dancing. the reception. And then the no, new mayor... No, 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 no. Wait a minute. What? The reception doesn't happen until the next scene happens. I think we're in the church. 
Well, yeah, they're in the church, but okay, the wedding the is very like the wedding happens. Like it's not really much happening there, because no, really, yeah, yeah. um, with all the gunshots and the firecrackers that he set off to get rid of the birds, uh, the dad is kind of deaf <laughs> now, and so Shelby's like, "Daddy, it's time! It's time! It's time! It's time!" And so they go in, and then literally, it's like, "Who gives this woman away? Her mother and I do." And then that's it, and then mm-hmm. it cuts to the reception, right? Yeah. So everybody's dancing, and having a good time, and it does look like a really good time. Well, you skipped one part what? when Weezer gets shit on by the bird. Oh right, because that's when the they hear the the the, the firecrackers, fire, fire, firecrackers, and the yes. dog run, breaks free and runs away, and so they're running after, her, and then they're like, "We have to call your dog off. He's gonna kill Daddy. Kill Rex. Kill." <laughs> Because your Rob's like, Miss Weezer, my dad doesn't mean to upset you. He just wants my red reception to be nice. And what was it? She's like, we're going to alienate half the neighbors with the gunshots. Well, I'm sure we'd alienate half the neighbors if they got shit on by birds at my reception. Um, but anyway, so the wedding happens at the red reception. It's really fun. And then you see the new mayor's wife, this big fat lady, mm-hmm. over there. And you see Dolly Parton and Weezer just look, uh, Dolly Parton and Clary looking. And they're like, Dolly Parton's like, uh, Clary... I bet you anything. Uh, what's her name? Um, whatever the woman. I can't remember. But she's like, I bet you anything. She spent like five hundred dollars on that dress and didn't even bother to wear a girdle. And she's like, it looks like two pigs <laughs> fighting under a blanket. <laughs> and Truvy's like, I haven't left my house without lacquer on these thighs since I was fourteen. You were raised <laughs> right. <laughs> you were raised right. <laughs> um. So anyway, so they're all dancing, or whatever, and then um earlier in the movie when they're getting ready, uh. Shelby finds a, a shoebox of condoms. She's like, Mama, you can't let them put these. What are, she's like, what are these? Rubbers. You can't let them put these on my car. And so the mom's like, don't decorate your sister's car with it's condoms. Tacky. It's tacky. <laughs> um, and so anyway, the car pulls up. And I swear to God, if she says, Mama, how does it look? She says, well, if you and Jackson want to practice safe sex, you're covered. <laughs> and the funny thing is, weddings back then... Especially in the South, we're different than what they are now because now so? people, well, now people get, they leave house, they leave home, they go to college, they, you know, they live by themselves and then they end up moving in with their partner and then they get married, right? Yeah. Back in the day, you stayed at home until you got married pretty much, right? Yes. So like now it's like, it's always emotional because the parents are, you know, their baby girls getting married or their sons getting married. Yeah. But back then it's not only are they getting married, but I'm losing them. They're leaving home at the same time. It's a lot. You know what I mean? It's like one pull. Yeah. And then on top of it, with this character, she's very sick. Like, you know what I mean? So she's sick. And Sally Sally Field is a very motherly, like, overprotective mom, right? So anyway, um, she leaves. She gets married. And then it cuts to, like, Christmas that year. um, And she comes. It's like big Christmas festival. Yeah. And... uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Dolly Parton and Anel, Anel is totally different now, right? With There's her hair all teased up, no glasses. She's in show no more. Right? <laughs> and so Dolly, all the stuff they're doing, they're working this booth with yes. corn and shrimp and all that. And it's actually a low country boil, broil is what they call we done before low country boil where you boil everything together and then you throw it out on a table, picnic table, and you just all take what you want. Corn, smoked sausage, you know, um, potatoes and shrimp and all that stuff in it, right? That sounds good. So you boil it together and that's what you do. What The other way to do it is what they've done it where you broil it. Like it goes through that oven thing mm-hmm. and then it comes out and that's when they scoop it up. But anyway, it's interesting. So Shelby comes like, Shelby, get your cute little butt over here. And they're like, put away your money. This ain't, you ain't got to pay for this. And then she looks at her nail and her nail's like, girl, I went crazy. She goes, and what was, she goes, I just, well, Dolly Park, she goes, she was a Jezebel. And so they're all walking around or whatever. And, um, all, and, and, and nail's talking all. So she goes, wait, nobody move. And you have to look at, rewatch that to look at Dolly Parton because this is the moment where she's just getting fed up with the nail. She's like, what? What happened? What happened? She goes, my contact. Dolly Parton rolls her eyes. Like, oh, Lord. Everybody step back. Everybody step back. Uh, nobody move my contact. Um, so anyway. And then um, we uh, we end up finding out Clary bought the ra- a radio station, radio the local station, radio yeah. station, and then she's doing this interview with the big game later that night at the, mm-hmm. at the after the Christmas festival, and she's supposed to be talking about the game, right? But and she loves football, but she's not talking about the game. First of all, that locker room was hot. Those men were those naked. asses were beautiful, and I watching it again, I was like. That's what an ass in a jock strap is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Fuck these little twinks. These little twinks. I'm, I'm a bottom and I'm a twink and I have a jock strap on. You want to fuck me? Not like that. Not with that ass. But uh-uh. if you had the asses of those football players mm-hmm. in a jock a real strap, ass. girl, that is a man. For days. They were men. 
and, <laughs> that football build. <laughs> yeah. And Weezer was sitting there like in a little fur coat, looking around, trying to act all like angry for being there. But then she'd open up her mirror and be looking at the asses <laughs> and the dicks. and checking it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clarice is talking to the coach and is like, I just love these new outfits she chose, <laughs> but I would not have chosen white pants because they get dirty it's so aubergine. quickly. But now I do love the colors of the tops, that deep purple color. Now, would you call this color grape <laughs> or aubergine or aubergine, however the hell you say it? And we go, shut up. You're making a fool of yourself. I am not. Of course you are. This is football. All people want to hear about touchdowns and something. Then no one want to hear about shit. that grape shit. <laughs> the grape shit is amazing. <laughs> Um, oh my god! But cutting going on further. So basically, it's still Christmas. Uh, it cuts to Shelby and Malin at Malin's house, whatever. Yeah. And it's just them, and they're talking. You know, they're like, "What are you going to get for Christmas?" And Shelby's like, "He's getting me furniture." She's like, "Well, aren't you lucky being married to a rich lawyer and all?" Because <laughs> talk about how much money he has all the time. And so she's like, "You know, it's furniture for the nursery." And uh. Uh, what's like Melinda's just like wait I'm sorry what she's like I'm pregnant and mm-hmm. Melinda's like Shelby so she gets really upset obviously because she's like I know you want a kid she goes but adopt right yeah and basically or buy one exactly <laughs> people do it all the time uh, basically you know Shelby's like listen I, if I could adopt I would but I can't no no judge we filled out all the paperwork no judge is going to give me a baby in my health condition my, yeah which again ha- means it has to be so much worse than just having like diabetes like even though that's bad like it's got to be like the worst of the worst right yeah for someone not to give her a kid um so anyway so she's like i wish you would be happy for me and so they have an argument or whatever she's like this is what's going to make me happy and she goes she says one thing that i think is really interesting that they never dig into but i think it says a lot about the characters she goes i think it will help things a lot and uh, so me and like huh interesting but wait what do you think that meant? I think that there's issues in the marriage. That's what Willis said. I'm like, I never, what did she say? He's like, that's because there's issues in the marriage. Yeah, that's, oh, and I'm why like, else what issues that? would they have? That's what I like about it is because they don't go into detail. They did, but I mean, going with that, there's a lot that there's that it's, that it's being said, but not that, that they investigate right. at all. Because you know what I feel also that Truvy's husband is more than a slacker. I feel like he Oh, yeah, well the he thing abuses is, her in some way. Th- he takes advantage of her, but also like they ha- they don't have necessarily a happy marriage. Like they happy don't. in the way that they love each other and they're making ends meet, but she's stressed out because she's supporting both of them. Mm-hmm. He's not getting jobs and he's lazy. He doesn't want to do anything because he's depressed. To be honest, he's depressed because he's depressed. he knows he's not supporting them and his wife is supporting them. And in the south, that especially in that time, it makes you feel like less of a man when your wife is supporting you, right? I just kept thinking he might fucking beat her. I think he beat well, no, her. Well, it's definitely nothing like that. <laughs> I it's, just kept pushing It's definitely mind. nothing like that. It's just he's basically depressed and mm-hmm. he doesn't really do anything. And so, and she's trying. She tries to pull it out she's, of him. yeah. But it doesn't work until towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so she says, I think it's going to help things a lot. And so she's like, I know you don't listen when the doctors say stuff. But does, but he? does he? Um. So anyway, um, she basically she's like, I'm going to do this, and I really want your support. I need you. And you start to realize that, like, Julia Roberts, just as much as just as much as much Malin wants to be there for Shelby, Shelby needs Malin to be there because she's always been there. She yeah. wants to be this strong, independent woman. I'm getting married. I'm moving out. I'm going to have a kid. It's my decision. But at the end of the day, she wants her mom there. Yeah. She wants her there because she needs her there. She needs her. Um, and so anyway... She they end up announcing it because they're having a Christmas party at their house and they end up announcing everybody. But it's funny because before he before the dad announces it, Weezer is looking at Melinda like Melinda, what is wrong with you? Something crawled up your butt and died. And she just looks at her. <laughs> no, and some then, ranger crawled up there. Yeah, did you have a reindeer up your butt? Um, and so she doesn't say anything. And all of a sudden you hear drums say, "I have an announcement to make." And so she just looks at Weezer and Weezer's like, "Oh, whatever this announcement is, is the problem." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Don't worry, baby. I'm not gonna tell you when you're pregnant. I'm just gonna tell you when I'm gonna be a granddad." And everyone's so excited. And you know, Weezer and uh, Melinda just walk away. And then all the other women come in. Oh my God, Grandma! Happy birthday! You know, happy birthday! Yeah, Laura, but then, congratulations! And then she's like, um, "And the doctor said Shelby can't have children." And Melinda goes, "He didn't say she couldn't. He said she shouldn't." There's mm-hmm. a big difference. There's a big difference. And Wes and Weezer goes, "This baby isn't exactly good news." And so they all realize Melinda's really upset because it's not good news. Like it's going to have a big effect on her health. And so they all sit there like, "Look, it's going to be fine." You know what I mean? What was it? Um, uh, we uh, Clary says, "What doesn't kill us makes us stronger." And, she, and basically, it's just like we're here for you. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. And so they all do their little best friend hand thing. 
and so anyway, cut to, you know, like a year later on Shelby's, the baby's first birthday party. Yes. Um, so it's more than a year later. I don't know if you noticed, but in that scene, the baby's sitting on Shelby's lap. You never see Shelby's face. It's not her. Because it's not her. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if she I just read what happened, but I forgot what it was. I don't was. know if she just couldn't be there in that scene, or maybe she was sick, or maybe the direct, I don't know, maybe they were in an argument. I don't know. But the thing is, it's like, it's the baby's first. No one normally notices it, right? But I notice because it's the baby's first birthday party, mm-hmm. and you're going to show the mother's face, especially when he's sitting on her lap, right? But anyway, it doesn't show her a face. A body double was used for yeah. that. Yeah. And so, um, cut to the next scene, and uh, Melinda's going to go to Truvy's to get her hair done. She's like, I want to go. I want to cut my hair short, and I want Truvy to do it. Um, she's like, I just want it to be easy. And so they get there and, you know, they're happy to see her and they cut the hair short. And this is the other scene where, you know, you can see that Shelby really needs her mom there yeah. and needs her approval and everything because the hair gets cut really short and she looks and she starts crying. Not because she doesn't like it. It's just such a shock. And then it takes Melin saying, I like it. And Shelby's like, you do? She goes, yeah, I do. She's okay. Then I like it too. So she really needs her mom's approval. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, that's when they notice that, you know, her arms has all these bruises and stuff in it. And they're like, what's going on? In and her arms. Yeah, she's like, looks like you've been driving nails up your arms. <laughs> and she's like, well, mama, should we tell should her? Should we tell her? And she goes, fine. Shelby's been driving nails up her arms. But basically, it's like, it's just my dialysis. You know, some people have to be on it for years. or But, you know, luckily I don't because, you know, you have to have a heart tra- uh, heart transplant, a kidney transplant. And luckily I don't have to wait for years because mama's going to give me one of her kidneys. And they're like, wait, what? Like, because it's a big deal, right? And they've never heard of it before and they're all best friends. They're like, well, when is this happening? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? <laughs> so, um, basically, they end up doing the surgery. Everything goes well. The mm-hmm. body accepts it. Everything's going great. Um, and then, um, it's Halloween and that's when a nail, cause now she's gone to like, she's gone back from being a slut back to being kind of like a nerd, but like really religious, right? Well, she kind of like, well, Dolly Parton it. said, uh, cause she was praying. She goes, amen. And Dolly Parton goes, amen. And rolls her eyes <laughs> and she walks out and they go, what was that about? Was she praying? Yeah. About what? I don't know. Maybe she was praying for us cause we're gossiping. <laughs> Uh, oh, because of the gay thing, too. Remember? Before Weezer gets there, they're like, uh, Clary was saying uh, about how her her nephew, um, Marshall, or grandson Marshall, came out. And the way he came out was, she goes, he did it in a very theatrical way. Or he did it in a, he did it, he was <laughs> very not dramatic. Very nice. Yeah, dramatic way. He goes, he comes in and right away he goes, Mom, Dad, I have a brain tumor and I have three months to live. And they start <laughs> all crying and going crazy. And he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm just gay. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, that was weird. She goes, he was always very theatrical. Um, and then, um, so anyway, that's when they start talking about um, what's her name? a nail. It's like, I don't know, maybe she's praying for Marshall. Or maybe she's praying for us because we're gossiping. Who knows? And they go, what does no, Sammy think about her, it? She got a snap Maybe her, she had like a, her elastic, a run, her elastic, a run, uh, her, something her in, her, in her pantyhose. <laughs> Who knows? She prays at the drop of a hat these days. <laughs> well, what does Sammy think about it? Oh, he's so confused. He don't know where to scratch his water or wind his butt. <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden, Weezer, um, is getting ready to come in. Well, she comes back in first, Anel does, and they're like, um, oh, so, um, how does, um, does Marshall have any friends? Because they're all obviously okay with him being gay, right? Yeah, but they're, they're shit. Southern, they're gossiping about it. They're like, does Marshall have any friends? And she goes, well, I asked him about that. Because in my day, you could always tell, you could tell by a man's demeanor which side <laughs> his bread was buttered. But <laughs> these days. I love the way they talked. It's but so these cute. days, you can't really tell. So I asked him, I said, Marshall, how do you know? And he goes, well, every gay man loves track lighting, and every gay man's name is Mark, Rick, or Steve. <laughs> and about that time, Weezer comes in. What are y'all talking about? Tomatoes. We're just talking. She goes, why are you having all these tomatoes? I don't know. I'm Southern, and I'm a woman. We're supposed to wear funny hats and grow things in the dirt. She goes, what are y'all talking about? Track lighting. Oh, I love mine. <laughs> Since when did you get track lighting? Last week, my my grandson put it in. <laughs> and they start laughing. And Drew Robbins goes, how is he? I haven't seen him for so long. <laughs> Steve's fine. <laughs> and they start laughing. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so anyway, that, and that's when they do the whole kidney talk. And then they do the surgery. Everything's successful. And then... Um, well, you know how you know that um, Weezer is really all talk? Because she's like, I shouldn't have said that. Well, that's the thing. She, she comes in, she's like, I, before they find out about the kidney thing, she goes, I just wish my body would go ahead and give out. She's like, I don't eat, I don't eat this. I eat as bad as I can. Yeah, I, as... I try not to eat healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I try to eat healthy. And then afterwards, the she, sooner the body gives up, the happier I will be. 
it cuts to Clary and Weezer. They're at the grocery store and they're shopping, right? Because they're yeah. getting stuff for the family. Um, so they don't to have to worry about yeah, so, you know, for food and stuff for like food, that. Yeah. Because Melinda's not going to be able to cook. Shelby's mm-hmm. not going to cook. And the men can't take care of themselves. And so anyway, <laughs> um, that's when Weezer's like, I feel bad for what I said. And I can't I remember. Have said I shouldn't remember I what shouldn't she have did. Said that. Basically, Carol's like, oh, no one even listens to no what you say. Yeah, yeah, no one listens to you, Weezer. <laughs> But then she starts putting it. so much pork and beans in. She goes, what are you doing? We're not feeding drums. And they're not like little time. quarter cans. They're like big they're ass huge. cans of porks and beans. Put your microphone to your face, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and so um, she's like, what are you doing? We're not feeding drum to the end of time. And she's like, drum loves pork and beans. He eats them with everything. Well, that explains a lot. And so when they walk away, she starts putting some of it back. And what is she doing? She's eating Twinkies out of a box. Yes, she, she is. Twinkies out um, of a box. So anyway, so the, the reception happens, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then Nails wants to cook something that freezes beautifully, right? So she wants to do red beans and rice. And so she goes home and she's like, opens the refrigerator. Sammy, what is this in my Frigidaire? In <laughs> my Frigidaire. Goes, Burr, I don't care what you put in your Frigidaire, but you will not put liquor in mine. And she, he starts, she starts pouring out. He goes, Christ, the nail. I'm what sorry. Did what did you just say? Christ, Christ, Christ. Are you speaking of our Lord and Savior? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> she says, I think we should pray. God damn it. <laughs> so anyway, it's just a, the surgery finally happens. Everything's fine. Everything's going good. And then... um. I think that's pretty much it until I think right after the surgery happens, everything's fine. Um, it's Halloween, right? Because uh, um, Anel's pregnant. So they're giving, no, it's her wedding shower. They're giving her a surprise wedding shower because she's getting married on Halloween. Yeah. Um, and she opens up a box and it's like lingerie, like dirty lingerie with like, like, pa- like panties, like, has mm-hmm. like a split in it, whatever they call it. And, <laughs> whatever um, they call it. <laughs> And so um, they're like, who's it from? She's like, I don't know. There's no name here. And Clary goes, let me see. She goes, Weezer. What? She goes, I'd recognize this penmanship anywhere. You have the penmanship of a serial killer. You have the handwriting of a serial killer. Uh, she goes, now, I just figured Sammy wouldn't mind if you were reading the Bible as long as you were reading it, something like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're like, oh, Shelby's so sad she couldn't make it. You know, she um, she's at work or whatever. And so we cut to her at work, and she has this cute little like clown costume because she's going to take Jack uh, Jack Jr. trick-or-treating. Yeah. And so when she starts putting on her coat again, you can tell something's happening, right? Just like earlier in the movie. So she gets home, and... She's cooking dinner and she tries on the little like costume for the kid. She's like, Oh, it's cute. We'll go trick or treating after daddy gets home after we eat dinner. And she tries to pick him up and then she's like, Oh. Ugh. And so she gets down and she's trying to cross. So let's go call, let's call, call daddy. Let's go call daddy. And then it cuts to later. The, the pot's overflowing. The mess cooking the everything. The free drive door's open. Jack, Jack Jr.'s crying. Jack, well, Jackson walks in and is like, Shelby, Shelby. And the little boy's pointing out there. And Jackson just completely ignores it. He's like, Shelby, Shelby. And finally he sees her passed out outside with the phone and everything. So they take her to the hospital. Basically, the body start fi- started rejecting the kidney, basically. Ooh. And then she's in a coma. And the doctors say she'll probably never come out of it. And so, so they're sitting there, and Melinda's there every day, like, you know, oh, you know, doing her exercises with um, her legs. Like, oh, we're doing our exercises. We're doing our Jane Fonda. Uh, and she's there with her nonstop. And then finally they decide to pull, turn, the, plug. To pull the plug. She's basically dead. Yeah. They're like, and, there's nothing that's yeah. going to happen. So they finally decide to pull the plug. Um, Jackson signs the papers. All the men leave. They can't be in the room. Melinda stays there and watches her until she dies. And then she comes out and she's very calm. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, the, fun- the weird thing is, not funny, but the weird, the, the, the interesting thing is when they go to the hospital, the, before, before, when, before we see them there, there's this long shot of an empty hallway at the hospital mm-hmm. with Melinda, Sally Fields' character, just walking by herself. And I think that, I, I didn't really notice it until this time, but I'm like, that actually says a lot, I think, about her being alone and feeling alone and being strong when yeah. all the men are not like she's a strong woman and she's going to take care of whatever this is like she can deal with it right yeah um so anyway so she ends up they pull the plug she passes away she comes out she's very calm she's like jackson make sure you get her pink suit because she loves pink make sure you call the so and such funeral home that's the nicest one so sad she and, and she because it's all business at that point she knows what she has to do she's like where's jack jr oh he's an aunt fern so she leaves and drives to get him um and then they have the funeral um and what's his name? It's Dolly Parton's husband, Spud. Spud. And he's like, you know, does this tie look okay? I would really like to go. 
And she's like, well, that's nice of you. And she goes, I think it will look lovely. And he goes, I feel bad for him, you know, especially Jackson. And he goes, if something like that happened to me, I just don't know what I would do. And Dolly Parton just looks at him and smiles because that's his way of being like, listen, I'm sorry. I've been Aww. out of it and I love you and I can't live without you like you're my life. And that is just, that's what she's been waiting for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and he's like, what the hell is this? It's wax. She goes, it makes you pretty. He's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so they go to the funeral, and the funeral is real sad. And she's, uh, Malin stays there by herself at the, at the coffin. And all the women come around. And that's when it's the big dramatic scene, right? Where she's like, you know, she's crying. And, you know, Anel's like, it should make you happier knowing that she's with our Lord. Well, yeah, Anel, I guess it should. But I guess I'm a little selfish. I'd rather have her here with me. And then she's like, I guess it's a good idea. You know, thank you for that, blah, blah. And then finally they're like, well, honey, I don't know how how you're holding up on the inside, but your hair is just so lovely. And she looks and she goes, does anyone have a mirror? Does anyone have a mirror? And they give it to her. She goes, Shelby was right. It does look like a brown football helmet. And that's when she goes crazy. And she's like, I can't take anymore. I don't think I can handle it. I should have gone first. I always should have gone first. Because right before that was interesting. She was like, I realized how lucky. She goes, everybody left. And men are supposed to be made of steel or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I find it interesting as a woman, I was there when this beautiful creature drifted into my life, and I was there when she drifted out, and it was the most precious moment of my life. And if you have to think about it, it's so sad. Like to lose anybody is sad, yeah. and it's really sad to lose parents, right? But yes. can you imagine being a parent and losing a kid? I like mean, that's, I it makes no sense. I can't. It's, like it's illogical. One of my biggest fears is because it's so important for me to be a father. Like even as a single dad, like it's going to happen in a few years by myself if I have to. Mm-hmm. Because I want you're going to buy one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal one. What are you talking about, bitch? I'm paying for it. Kids, watch. I'm, I'm gonna be paying to raise them. I ain't gonna pay to get them. Parents, watch your kids. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Um, for me, he's stealing everybody out here. <laughs> he's stealing every toddler out here. <laughs> um, no, but I can't. My biggest fear is I finally get it, and then something like that happens, and I lose it. Like a husband and a like I can't. I don't know how people can deal with it. It's got to be hard. But anyway, um, so then she goes crazy and she's like, I can't take it. I don't think I can handle this. I, I should have gone first. I've always been prepared to go first. And she goes, I just want to hit someone. I just want to hit someone so they feel as bad as I do. <laughs> and Malin, um, Clary. Clary goes, here, hit this. And puts Louisa in front of her. She goes, what? She goes, knock her. She goes, hit, uh, what is it? She goes, just hit him, Malin. She goes, are you high, Clary? She goes, Weezer, this is your chance to do something for your fellow man. <laughs> Knock the lights out, Malin. Let go of me. Malin, you just missed a chance of a lifetime. Half a chicken pen pairs would give the eye teeth to take a whack of Weezer. And she, everybody, you everybody so committed starts, to these fucking quotes, Adam. Everybody starts laughing, and Weezer, like, even Malin, she starts losing it, starts laughing. And uh, Weezer's like, you are a pig from hell. And Clary's like, <laughs> and she just storms off. Weezer, don't leave. And then um, uh, Clary goes up to Weasel Laser, who's sitting on a bench crying, because they were all emotional and crying, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, um, Weasel, don't be mad. It was getting way too serious. I had to do something to lighten the mood. And um, she's like, come on, Weasel. You know I love you more than my luggage. And she sits <laughs> down, and they're like, start hitting each other. And then <laughs> Weasel don't play games. She starts pushing the bitch. She's like, get off my bench. Get off my bench. And she falls. And she knocks her out. She, she falls off the bench, and she's like, I hate you sometimes. And she goes, get your roots done. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is this? She's like, you're more, you're too, oh, you're, so no, dr- you're too twisted for color TV. For color TV. Get your oh, roots I love done. those lines. It's so good. It's amazing. And the funny thing is that they're so close. Right, because one of the other so scenes close. is um, Anne Boleyn had six fingers, and she's like, "What happened to the other four? She had eleven total." You trying to confuse me, Clary? <laughs> First, she was like, "Who's Anne Boleyn? Anne Boleyn? She was one of the six wives of Henry VIII." And she's like, "Weezer, how about we take a theater trip to New York? I don't want to see theater." And she goes, "Well, I support the arts. I'll write a check. I support the arts. I just don't have to see them." She's, She's like, like, you're not smart at the, the son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, you would have been a much more <laughs> kind, contented, pleasant person. I am pleasant. Damn it. Just this morning, <laughs> I saw Dramit's now at the Piggly Wiggly, and I smiled at the <laughs> son of a bitch. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> She's like, you know, let's get something straight, Clary. I don't go to th- see th- plays because I can nap at home for free. And I don't go see movies because there's nothing but trash and have nothing but naked people in them. And I don't read books because if they're any good, they're going to make them into a miniseries. Um, it's really funny, but they're just like best friends, and their relationship is really, really cute. 
But um, um, then it cuts to Easter again. Easter. It starts with Easter, ends with Easter, and Anel's a pregnant, pregnant, like nine months pregnant. And you know, Anel's like, uh, Truvy, if this baby's a girl, I would really like to name her Shelby after Shelby, since she's the reason why me and Sammy met. She goes, What if it's a boy? Well, Shelby, I guess that's as <laughs> it should be. Um, and so, and then Clarice with Jack Jr. is like, let me tell you a story. There was a beautiful <laughs> princess named Shelby and a horrible, wicked witch named Weasel, right? <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, and Weasel was never heard from again. <laughs> again. And then later, you have Weasel come around the tree and goes, hey, Jack Jr., remember me? It's your old pal Weasel. And he slaps the shit out of her <laughs> and starts crying. She's like, what the hell? And then at that point, Anel goes into labor and they're like, oh, my God. Baby, there's a baby. Um, so it, it starts with the nail and it ends with the nail. Um, and at Easter, and that's pretty much it, right? That was it. There's, I feel like there's other funny lines that I didn't mention. I can't remember. I think that you covered the most of them. When did you first see the movie? I saw the movie and I was like, I don't know, fifteen. It's one of those movies that would come up and generally love in a CW, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, doing chores, and then it comes up because you're done, and you're like, oh, finally some free time, mm-hmm. and it would just pop up. But I never saw the entire movie till I've. Till like in my early 20s because mm. I only saw snippets of it on yep. Saturday afternoons. Yeah, I always knew about it. I'd always seen it, but I never realized it was my favorite movie until like maybe like eight years ago when I started watching it again and I realized just how brilliant it is and how well written it is because it's such a very simple movie. It's like, a very simple movie. There's nothing complicated. And ends so quickly. And it's basically slices of life. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't go into detail with a lot of stuff. It's just you see these people. And these characters during certain moments, certain holidays, basically, and certain yeah. moments in their life, which is, again, why I love so much that she goes, I think it'll help things a lot, but you don't know why, really. You just have assumptions yeah. because you don't need to know. That's not important. You know what I mean? For sure. You just see parts of their lives, and that's what I like so much. But It's a good movie. Yeah. I recommend. It's my favorite movie of all fucking time. Is, is your favorite murder? My favorite murder. <laughs> it's not a murder, though. Oh, sorry. Wrong movie. She just dies. <laughs> well, God committed murder, don't you think? I mean, he killed Possibly. Her. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, that's about it. Um, email us. Text yes. us. Subscribe it, it, to this us. This is probably the Review first time us. where the entire episode is about the whole about the movie. Because it's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's, it, the whole thing, you could talk about it for hours. Yeah. And if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it. Because and you know what? Feel free to email us your favorite quotes from the movie. Yes, because I'm sure there's a lot that we missed. Oh, so Marshall, the gay one. Remember, uh, so during that conversation, Claire Rue was like, oh, and the family's going through a hard time because, you know, well, cookie whatever family. the girl was. Yeah, because before she <laughs> was like, Christmas they, they, holiday they looked like they were cut with cheese or something <laughs> yeah, like that. And Dolly cheese. Parton's like, Clary, I'm surprised you're talking about your kin like that. Well, you know what someone says. If you can't say something <laughs> nice about somebody, come, come sit, sit by, by me. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like she was like, um, well, you know, what's her name, the girl, uh, Janice Van Meter, or whatever her name, uh, maybe that's the new wa- mayor's wife's name. Anyway, whatever the, the young girl's name is, she's like, you know, with that whole um, hotel scandal and everything. And Julie Roberts go, what hotel scandal? I don't live here anymore, remember? Um, and they're like, she was caught, she was caught um, in the hotel um, high or something like that with um, a high political figure. And Clary goes, they were both high, smoking everything. <laughs> everything, but, um, but, the, but something. But something. And then Claire, uh, Trivia goes, she was the first Miss Merry Christmas ticket caught with a tinsel down around her knees. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh, yeah, email us or tweet us or Facebook us with your favorite, favorite quote from the movie or what you think. Tag us. Maybe you don't like the movie, and if you don't, tell us why. Or if you know, if you have diabetes and you know that it's <laughs> definitely nothing to do with what how they show how do they it? get it wrong yeah how did they, they get, get it, wrong? it wrong what they got wrong what it's they got not right. going to change my mind because it's still a fucking good movie it's my favorite one and <laughs> it's a great movie kiss my ass and you can go die but exactly. i don't care I, don't 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 die don't, that's don't, me i'm so sorry just, dis- that. just disappear <laughs> just disappear move to an island somewhere because <laughs> <laughs> i won't see you exactly fuck all y'all fuck you two chipmunk <laughs> face and you fucking skipper wife this is where we be, we turn bipolar exactly. everyone to rest what the fuck uh, you can't do that. My husband's asleep. <laughs> uh, now we're just going to other movies. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Um, email us, tweet us, whatever. But again, please review us. Review us. Rate us all you us. want, but you have to review us. Put pen to paper or hands to keyboards. Put the words out there. It'll be great. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.